0: Welcome to watching the Watchmen. it's entertainment talks podcast for Watchmen on hbo and sky atlantic i'm your host matthew joining me today my co-host is david how are you today i'm very well thanks good uh we're here today to talk about season one episode eight it's the penultimate episode for season one a god walks into a bar not a bar a bar a bar yes uh what do you think of this episode I enjoyed it. I thought it was it was a
1: nice bringing together of some of the bits and pieces. I I didn't expect quite as much background that uh, as we got mm. at this point. Um you know, we've we've talked about them doing this sort of stuff before, but I I didn't expect them to be kind of doing quite as much of that in this episode, but I'm quite glad they did. I think it was handled nicely and it it gave you the background of kind of how Manhattan got to where he got to and why and and uh, all that sort of stuff. And it also ties in uh the uh ozymandias adrian verdi stuff quite well as well i thought
0: cool yeah i uh i enjoyed the episode i thought it was a good kind of somewhat lead into you know the season finale for for next week potentially the series finale we still don't know what's gonna kind of yeah. happen yet i suppose we'll know it i mean obviously at some point in the future we'll know but uh be interesting to see when that happens um yeah like like you said uh, they did a lot of great stuff with the dr manhattan things and really kind of explaining that and um i mean it it's it's interesting because it's like you know in some of the arrowverse shows when some of the more alien like characters speak to someone like you know diggle or something right and yeah. um they're kind of trying to explain like okay multiverse and this and that And then you've got Dr. Manhattan, who's this alien type character. And then you've got Angela, who's, you know, a normal human being. It's always interesting in certain different shows. uh, I mean, some shows do it better than others. But when you've got an alien trying to explain something to someone who's just a normal human... Uh, and i thought they did that pretty well in this episode and um i mean you're always going to have the sort of like okay i don't believe you but i'll hear you out kind of thing and angela's yeah. been sort of like that this season as well with um like like when she's been finding out about will and and all that sort of thing from from earlier in the season with with judd and everything uh so we've sort of seen that from her already in the season uh, and this just kind of adds to that as well. And um, yeah, interesting, you know, the backstory and everything. And like, yet again, they managed to do, I, I wouldn't call this a single focus or a bottle episode, although the bottle no. episode part of it is obviously in the bar. Um, but it's more of a like character focused episode, I suppose, with, with Dr. Manhattan. Yeah, uh, they do
1: th- a lot of those characters. I mean, I, I think with the whole of this season, actually, um, we we have had like one definite, kind of character focus or or bottle episode which was the the black and white one but yeah most of the other things have been yes they've been focused on one character but they have been put in to the main overall story and i mean even the one that they did which was very much in that way you know very much more a bottle episode even right. that right. tied back into the main story a bit better
0: so um but yeah it's interesting with how complicated this show obviously can and is uh, can be and is rather um that they still manage to like you know to the best of their ability explain certain things of course we still have questions about stuff you're, you're going to when you've got a show that's yeah complicated like this and is run show run by uh you know damon lindelof you're bound to have questions lost of course uh i'm also referring to uh, and and leftovers as well you know even though leftovers is more of a critically acclaimed sort of show than than lost uh it's still you know there's still very much both kind of complicated shows and whatnot um but yeah, yeah. Again, I just think they did another good uh, job with the whole character focus thing. And um, I was kind of right with one of my predictions with the whole um, where, where, like, where is Adrian going to end up because he's now been sort of sentenced. And I was sort of saying about yeah, no, you he, were. Is he going to be in an actual cell within his utopia sort of place? And he was. So, um, although we'll see how long he lasts in there, you know, because of what he's sort of found. Uh, obviously, we'll talk about that at the end. Um, I'm assuming everyone did see the post credit scene hopefully and didn't just switch off the episode uh because i am of course talking about the post credit scene here so if you've i guess if you've not seen that pause that and go back and watch the last was it three minutes or so it's one of the longer post credit yeah. scenes i've seen in something uh but go back quickly if you want to and, and go and watch that um but yeah enjoyed the episode i can't wait to see what they do with the season finale and to see to see specifically first of all if there's going to be an announcement between now and next week or maybe like after the episode airs on the sun like i'm assuming monday morning will maybe hear like something uh and it will be interesting to see if as well uh okay how much cliffhanger is there going to be how much um like questions do we still have and then what does that mean for a season two
1: i yeah yeah see so. i i suspect there probably won't be a cliffhanger i think this is well i mean they've always said this was designed as as a self-contained mm-hmm. season so i'm assuming they're going to wrap everything up um, and and I wouldn't guarantee hearing another announcement for a while yet. Um, okay. If, uh, you know, but we'll we'll see. I mean, I I would love them to make an announcement straight away, but I suspect they probably won't.
0: <laughs> so a little bit more like a Fargo or like a um, True Detective sort of thing.
1: Uh, yeah, I I I mean, I think there is a fair chance that if they do continue it, they may do it as more of an anthology thing. Mm-hmm. But um, we'll we'll see. Yeah, we'll see where they what they do, and Yep, we'll see what we're left
0: with uh, oh. next week. But we still have this episode to talk about, of course, and we'll do that after this break. See you in a minute. Today's sponsor is Kualu. If you would like to get started with a domain name and a website today, just click on the link in the show notes, and it will take you over to Kualu to get started. They also have a live support chat system that you can use, which is in the bottom right hand corner. So get started with a new website and domain name. And then all you need to do is support us at the $1 level tier that will get you access to all of the ad-free podcasts that we've done in the past. And get you access to all the ad-free podcasts in that month as well. So it's a great way to support us on Entertainment Talk and to get rid of the ads and get your ad-free podcasts. You can also become a patron at the $3 level tier that gets you access to ad-free podcasts and allows you to redeem a review of a TV show or a film of entirely your choice. That's one per month for either a TV show or a film review, which is at the $3 level tier. As always, thank you very much for listening. Back to the show. Alright, recently on Entertainment Talk, uh, the Silicon Valley series finale was this week. Just a quick question, have you seen the series finale?
1: I have, and I rather liked it, and I know (laughs) that's not the same opinion you have.
0: Okay. Alright, um, yeah I did, a, did just a singular sort of podcast on the series finale Still talked about Silicon Valley itself and some of the things that have happened in the past But obviously there's you know spoiler warning in the title So if you've not seen the series finale of Silicon Valley Don't listen to that until you've seen that episode um, But yeah, very much discussed my uh, disappointment with the series finale And uh, of course you'll need to hear more about that on the podcast uh, Let's Play Sundays, another episode of that, Call of Duty Modern Warfare I don't know if that's the episode where I started the season 1 stuff Um, or if it was one before that but it was one of those episodes so you can check that out Uh, United cast Manchester United defeated their Manchester uh, rivals of course Manchester City away from home as well at the Etihad just played really really well and we won uh, 2-1 and there's been a lot of praise given to the players deservedly so because sometimes they do play well and they did on uh, Sunday so uh, for that night at least Manchester was red uh, if you know what that means, then you know what that means. If you don't, then whatever. Uh, CW Superheroes for the uh, Batwoman mid-season finale. So for season one, episode eight, you can check that out. What else have we got? Gaming Talk. uh, From last week's episode, we talked about uh, PlayStation Turning 25, discussed some iconic PlayStation games, some PlayStation memories, and some bits and pieces like that. We also talked about the suspected uh, Resident Evil 3 remake, which has now been confirmed in yesterday's State of Play, and we'll be talking about that later today uh, in our next Gaming Talk podcast, but that was, of course... That podcast was, of course, before State of Play discussing the potential Resident Evil 3 remake. And we also discussed uh, Persona 5 Royale version uh, and what that means for that game and all that sort of thing. Man United also beat Tottenham at uh, Old Trafford this time in the Premier League. So two wins in a row for the uh, Man United guys. Uh, again, another great game. And it's just, football's just weird. You turn up for the big games and then you struggle in the, in the against the smaller teams. It's, uh, it's the way football is, so... Uh, watching The Watchmen, of course, you're already here for Season 1, Episode 8, but we've covered, of course, the whole season so far. So last week's, of course, was Season 1, Episode 7. Uh did a couple of video game reviews, uh, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, spoiler-free. Um, Death Stranding, spoiler-free. Uh, and the Call of Duty Modern Warfare uh, multiplayer review, which is obviously spoiler-free because there's no story in the multiplayer. I haven't played the campaign yet, but that review is for the multiplayer itself. And that's what we've been doing on EntertainmentTalk.org and on podcast platforms. Right, so... Uh, in Vietnam, around 2009, Angela is met by Dr. Manhattan in a bar. After explaining how he experiences his time, uh, Manhattan tells her that in his childhood as uh, John Osterman, uh, he and his uh, father escaped Germany to an English manor. Uh, John caught the manor's owner having sex through the cupboard because he dropped the apple or whatever it was, <laughs> which yes. I thought was interesting, uh, and they uh, spoke to him later, giving him a copy of the Bible uh pointing out the chapter of genesis and um having promised to create something beautiful in his life in 1985 the same year that back to the future was released uh manhattan uh after leaving earth went to uh europa uh Europe, europa and created europa, europa and uh, created an enclosed ecosystem um creating life into clones of the uh, manor's owners uh philip and crookshanks, who we have of course seen with Adrian Verti in various different interesting weird scenes, uh, and transported uh, there uh, to to their manor. Um, so that was how we got started with that. Um, yeah, interesting little. You know, he just walks into this bar and just kind of starts talking to her. And um, did you think it was Doctor Manhattan? Because of course, there's everybody's kind of dressing up as as uh, oh, yeah. him or, I mean, or whatever. So.
1: After the after the reveal that we had at the end of last week, then yes, absolutely. Okay right i kind of thought it was do- dr manhattan it was reasonably obvious I-, I thought it was interesting how they didn't use his face mm. at any point yeah um which is a sort of interesting thing should they use dr manhattan you know if there is another season and they use dr manhattan again really means that you could actually cast somebody else entirely as dr manhattan mm. if it if it was you know well depends what they do but um so yeah, I thought that was kind of interesting that they never actually cast somebody directly as as Doctor Manhattan with his own face. We only ever see him with he, with Carl's face. Mm-hmm. Um, but yes, I I like the way they handle that because Doctor Manhattan is an, is a really fascinating character, particularly the way that he experiences time and how utterly infuriating that is when people have conversations with him yeah, because he experiences yeah. time all at once um so i i i really like the way they kind of showed that and uh yeah they gave them a reason to kind of go backwards and forwards and and show those different events um so yeah i i really like what they did with that and i thought it worked really well and you got this this background of you know how um you know we we get to sort of how verdi actually ends up there but you know that the it, it seemed fairly obvious that Manhattan must have created that thing on Europa because how could anybody else have done it? Um, what right. was not clear was why Verdi was apparently imprisoned on there. And, of course, we get to that later on as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah.
0: Uh, I don't know if you, you noticed, but did you notice the, at least what I think, is the um, like e- Easter egg or sort of nod to the uh, the Dark Knight? when that person drops their mask at the start, that was very... Um, I think it's Joker who takes his mask off at the, at the start. At the, at the very start of The Dark Knight, of course, the Batman-Nolan trilogy uh, films with Heath Ledger and whatnot and Christian Bale, um, there's a bit right at the start where one of the... I think it's one of the goons or whatever, uh, one of the bad guys, drops his mask, and it was very, very similar to this person nice. dropping their blue mask at the start of this episode. Uh, of course, you know Warner Brothers DC, it makes yeah. some sense. Uh, did you catch that?
1: Um, I did not specifically no, but um, okay. yes, could have been, could have been.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I'd seen a. I don't think it was on Monday before I saw the episode. I think it was a couple of days earlier. Somebody posted some sort of screenshot of like, okay, here is some screenshots for the episode, uh, and I just caught one of them, and it, and it was that one. So yeah, interesting little kind of a callback to that as well. So mm-hmm. I think more films should, more things should try and call back to that because it's one of the, probably one of the best films ever made, or at least one of the best comic book films ever made, uh, and it's probably got a lot that you could do with that but I th- I just thought that was an interesting way to kind of um, start the episode but uh, yeah just hi- just his idea of like okay we're gonna do this in 10 years or something and like it's happening right now and yeah um, like you've already agreed to it and in like 20 minutes you'll agree to do this and that I thought it was a very very interesting way to play with time that I've not really seen in too many things before uh, I've not yeah. seen every time travel thing that's been made or whatever but uh, so-, so I'm assuming it might have happened in in another property. Um, was he in the... Uh, um, was it 2009 film? Was he in that at all? Because I don't really yes. know much yeah, about it. Yeah,
1: he was. I mean, he's he's a major player in the original comic book, and the, right. the film, of course, was a direct adaptation of the comic book. So, yeah, I mean, he was in both of those. Uh, and And the portrayal that they've used here is very similar to uh the the portrayal in the in the comic book in the way that he talks and the fact that he experiences time all at once uh the person that he's sparring with in that is um uh gene smart's character uh who
0: wasn't in this episode at all was she no she wasn't they keep doing that they keep they even characters out of episodes and we don't even really notice. like with uh yeah um what was named wade from a couple of episodes ago um and they did yes. they, they just managed to kind of keep taking your attention away from certain characters and it almost doesn't not like those those characters are relevant but like that it sort of doesn't matter for that week's episode and you sort of don't know it so yeah i hadn't even thought about that until you just mentioned it but uh yeah, um, yeah. i mean yeah. in the
1: in the comic books uh lori is his girlfriend at that point in time
0: so okay.
1: right. uh so so the conversation that he's having with angela is is somewhat like the kind of conversations that you used to have with laurie and i mean as you know laurie's character from this she she's not one that puts up for kind of too much bs and she mm. used to find it incredibly infuriating having those sort of conversations with john
0: so I imagine it um, would be yeah
1: yeah yeah as you could imagine it would be somebody that, that doesn't you know that's basically telling you well this is going to happen in 10 minutes and you're like well how are we going to get the, the get there you know mm. um uh, so yes it was it was really interesting to see that done on screen with Angela and how she reacts to it compared to sort of how Laurie reacted to it in the book
0: yeah I, I imagine Laurie would have just walked out at some point or something like that yeah so. they
1: got into they got them into quite a lot of fights that, that I seem to remember
0: right right um t- who played him in the film do you remember at all
1: oh um yes it was oh what's the guy's name uh film it was uh billy crudup played him in the film okay who was in um he's been in spotlight and he was in the justice league movie. i can't remember who he played in the justice league movie but he was in that the, mission impossible 3 the 2017
0: one uh yes he oh, was okay i don't know who he played in it but hmm. uh, yeah uh Alright, Manhattan proceeds to tell Angela that he came back to Earth because he loves her and uh, wants her to come to dinner that night. Again, with his perception of time, he tells her that he tells her that in two weeks uh, she will help him select a body from the police morgue that he will take as his human identity. Ultimately, picking Cal, of course, who we already know. Throughout the season, uh, who had died of a premature, uh, presumed sudden heart attack? Uh, Manhattan continues. Actually, let's stop for a minute. Talk about that. Um, yeah, very interesting. Just little explanation scene of of kind of seeing, you know, how he got his identity and whatnot. Because of course we know that uh, obviously Cal was uh, Manhattan at that point. Um, but just to, to see, it, like it explained how we got that and everything. I thought was was pretty good. Um, yeah, what do you think of that kind of little reveal?
1: Yeah it was it was kind of nice this whole i mean the whole sequence throughout the whole episode was was nice because it didn't do everything entirely in order either it it jumped no. around a little bit which is which sort of works for what they're trying to do of the fact that you know manhattan experiences time all at once so so things jump backwards and forwards to them having the conversation and them showing bits of the future and and you know him selecting the body and you know them end up in bed together in the argument and you know all that sort of stuff it it, it gets a little bit jumbled but it still makes sense yeah. you know you can yeah. still follow it mm-hmm. um so yes, and and it's it's quite a nice explanation of yeah them going to pick up an identity off the body.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought that was a good scene as well. Uh, Manhattan continues to convince Angela that they will uh, fall in love, of course. She's still sceptical throughout most of the episode, understandably. Uh, yes. I mean, if an alien walks into a it walks into a bar and tells you all this thing, you not, might not quite believe them. So. No, exactly, <laughs> uh, and that they will have an argument six months from now. That uh, she will make him leave Manhattan as Cal uh, teleported to uh, Verdi's Antarctica, um, Ataratica? What does this say? Um, Antarctica. Ant- that's a very no, difficult word to say. Hang
1: on, no. Uh, I, the the base Verdi's Verdi's base is in Antarctica.
0: Antarctica. Yeah, that's what. Yeah, it's called
1: Karnak. Is... Yes, um, it's Antarctica. It's called
0: Karnak. Okay. Uh, that base where Verdi continues to fabricate uh, squid rainfall to maintain the presence of an alien invasion. Uh, Verdi realizes uh, Manhattan has fallen in love and offers uh, to help him, revealing that he has made an... Im- plantable uh, device 30 years ago that would make Manhattan forget who he really was, only allowing his abilities to activate as a form of self-defense. Verdi, in in exchange, asks Manhattan if he will uh, live to see um, the utopia he wanted, and Manhattan informs him that he will uh, be of the utopia he created in um, Europa, which uh, Verdi accepts because, of course, we see him teleport him there later on. yeah, interesting. With like him saying, "Okay, would you want this device to to wear like okay, you could hide your identity and stuff," and he's like, "You know what? I already made it thirty years ago," which is a very Adrian kind of p- prepared thing to say, isn't it? Um, him yeah. just sort of or already planning these sorts of things. I I really like the explanation of this, and like of course from last week's weird ending, where you have uh, Angela killing. Cal and then this device coming out of his head and then you immediately in the next episode get explained both what it is how it sort of works and how it got there i thought was a, a really good kind of pacing thing for them to sort of do um and i i at least felt like i understood the the concept of it and then of course you do get obviously the um what's it the explanation that like okay when you when you were about to when angela was about to get shot um yes he, he sort of that was a state of an emergency that forced him to kind of um the manhattan powers out or whatever i i really kind of like all this explanation and it, it it's really nice that it kind of ties in with the whole adrian uh utopia thing and so sort of how we got there and everything i i really liked all this explanation so what do you think
1: yeah no i i really like this because yeah we've we've had these conversations before of like okay so he's on an alien world mm-hmm. clearly the person that must have created yeah, he's on europa um, but it's it's inside this bubble. The only person really that could have created that was Dr. Manhattan, so we kind of knew that it must have been Manhattan, so why did Manhattan prison in there? Turns out he didn't. Um It was actually Adrian who decided to go there, and it's it's he's he's not actually technically a prisoner there. He's he's actually just being held there by the people because they want to love him it's, it's essentially the reason that he's still stuck there um, Yeah. so yeah. it's uh, yes I thought that was a really kind of interesting it's sort of a, a, a prison of his own making in some respects which I rather like I, I kind of like the way they set that up um, so it gives a really nice explanation for, for why Verdi is up there one thing that did come to mind is we see him creating these these squid rainfall things but we have seen one of those squid rainfall things so um you know out in the real world now if verdi was creating those and he's presumably been stuck up on this planet for well you know at least 10 years um because Yeah, we know that he was he was up there before they they changed uh yeah before manhattan changed into cal but yeah. the, the squid rainfall things are still happening Do, is that some sort of automated process or are they playing around with time and actually adrian's already back on earth
0: i, I think we have to ask Dr. Yeah, i to start to manhattan yeah
1: i are they is yo, know, are we kind of be you know, Has has Adrian already been brought back at some point? So I I don't know. Uh, Or it could just be that it's an automated process because we did see one of those squid rainfalls actually happen at a point where Adrian wasn't there to actually interfere with it. And it seemed like when he was at the base, he was actually setting up that rainfall he was doing, you know, he actually manually was doing something to make them happen at certain points. Hmm. So, um, but it may be that it was an automated process of some description. Um, so yeah, I, that, that I, I just thought that was like an interesting little thing. Um, but yeah, it was nice to see that base on screen again, because that's, that's essentially where the book ends. Is at, uh, Karnak in Antarctica is, is where the final few scenes of the book take place. Okay. So, so it's it's nice to sort of see that, and you know the the uh, conversation between Manhattan and Verdi, who you know uh, know each other from the previous book as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but yes, yeah, so I, I liked the whole explanation of that. I thought it tied together really well.
0: Yeah, I, I was going to say that. Like, I think with Doctor Manhattan himself, not as Cal, but as Doctor Manhattan, I think we need to see a conversation with him and Adrian. But Manhattan does get kind of sort of blown up but then we'll see if he comes back in some way i i don't know um i mean i've seen dc shows before where people have died and come back so uh i i don't know but i think in terms of what um because you said something a minute ago about um you know is the squid thing happening now or later and i think that if we were to have a conversation specifically with dr manhattan and adrian he'd probably tell him some of that sort of stuff Mm. so um we'll see if that do you think that might happen next week or do you think we might kind of be done with dr manhattan for the i season
1: well i don't i i don't know because you know we're in this interesting situation where you know manhattan obviously has his big blank piece which in his memory um because as we said he experiences time all at once so Mm. You know, we know that the bit that he can't remember is the bit when he's Cal. So presumably, uh, he he knew that that was going to happen, and he was you know the 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 ending of the episode where he does get disintegrated. He knew that was going to happen. So yeah. you kind of think that there must be some. He must have some sort of plan. You would think hmm. there must be some. Like I, I don't know clearly he decided that that. Needed to happen, otherwise, he could have
0: just Destroy destroyed that destroyed, machine or got out of the way. or...
1: Yeah, yeah. Something. So, so you, I kind of get the feeling that he needed that to happen for some reason. Um, but I don't know what that is.
0: Yeah, yeah, we shall see. Uh, in 2019, after Angela pulls the device out of Cal's head, uh, Manhattan regains his consciousness and Angela explains that uh, people are aware he is on Earth. Manhattan walks out onto their pool. Uh, and when um, their children see him, he uh, sends them uh, to Will at a downtown uh, theatre for their safety. He tells Angela that before using the device, he spoke to Will about helping Angela. Um, Angela, realising Manhattan is speaking to Will in relative time, like at the same time. And then when he speaks to Will later on, it's at the same time as what well. this is happening as well. Um, asks him to ask Will about um, how he knew about Job being part of uh, Cyclops. But it comes to the realization that she she created uh this idea for will Manhattan knows uh the seventh cavalry is waiting to cross waiting across the street uh to teleport him away. Uh, we'll talk about the attack specifically in a minute um yeah, again, just an interesting little like you know he's having these two conversations at the same time and literally yeah. kind of uh says it in both scenes to both characters yeah uh and like I said in the kind of pre talk i've not really known a character to sort of. Do that before. Um, Apart from maybe certain other characters, in maybe the the Arrowverse like stuff. Um, There's a few characters I can kind of think of, but not to this degree of where it's like they're doing, they're experiencing the same different timelines at the same sort of time. Yeah. Um, and I guess the the answer to like, okay, is he gonna come back? Um, I mean, he didn't speak it because he spoke in the bar to Angela about okay, there's gonna be this tragedy sort of thing in what was it, ten years or something. Um. Which I assume is you know 2019 or whatever, and uh, we shoot. I we I guess we're assuming that this whole him exploding thing is the the tragedy, and then because he never in the episode, as least as far as I can remember, never really says about what happens after that. Um, no. So yeah, again, kind kind of uh, asks the question of what will he come back and that sort of thing. But yeah, again, just interesting him kind of speaking to Will and speaking to Angela about just everything that was going on so i thought that was uh, done pretty well again what do you think uh yeah
1: i am I'm, I'm kind of with you on on this is a fairly unique way of of doing the time travel nothing you know all that, those sort of messing around with time it's you i don't think of another tv show where i've seen it done in exactly that sort of way mm-hmm. uh, you know usually you either get time loops where they're repeating something over and over or Or you get something where the you know, they've they 've messed with a timeline or something like that Barry uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, how, many,
0: how many times has he done that in six seasons Quite a few. I
1: know. Um, but, you know it's, I, I, I rather like the way that you know the the unique thing with Manhattan is the fact that he experiences time all at once, so you know I, and i I really like that little twist of the fact that it 's Angela that really set the whole thing in motion in the first place by innocently kind of asking a question of like, oh, well ask him how he knew. And he doesn't. And that's the thing that puts the idea in his head for what sets off this whole series of events. So I, yeah, I, I really liked how they did that. I thought that was a lovely little twist. Um, Yeah. And then, and then the attack will come on to, but um, yeah, the, the, the whole setup, the one interesting line in there is, which I, I don't think was resolved is that, he was walking on the pool and he goes, when you get off the dam, she goes, "Will you get off the damn pool. And he's, his response is it's important. You see me here for later. And I don't think yeah. that was ever actually resolved.
0: No, I don't think it was,
1: which which implies that there is something relating to that coming up. Um, but he's, I
0: don't know who's going to come out of the pool in the next episode. And so I, <laughs> I don't, know. I don't know. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I don't know that seems intriguing Mm -hmm. to me Uh,
0: because something about the pool seems quite insignificant until you know he stands on it and starts saying all the all this sort of stuff yeah
1: and 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 it's that particular line that stood out which was oh it will be important later Mm -hmm. um you know and, and manhattan's fairly deliberate with what he says so i do wonder if you know maybe maybe it's a way of it might not be directly related to manhattan it may be something that angela thinks of when they're trying, you know, if, you know, cause the whole purpose of the, the Cyclops group is they're trying to become versions of Dr. Manhattan. Um, so maybe one of them manages it or some of them manage it. And this is something that triggers the memory of her, like b- being able to take them down in some way when they're over water. I, I mean, <laughs> guessing ideas at the moment, but there right. is obviously some significance to that line, I guess.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll see what comes out, I suppose, next week. I mean, we've only got one more episode, so we should get some yeah. more answers next week. Do you think we'll get a longer episode next week? Like an hour, 15, or something? Maybe. 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 So, I'm not uh, sure. I noticed this episode was slightly longer. Not, like, massively longer, but slightly longer. So mm. We shall see. Because uh, HBO likes to do extended sort of final episodes, Silicon Valley, Game of Thrones, uh, those sorts of shows. I think uh, True Detective this year had a longer season finale as well that the season three that they did so they tend to do that a little bit more with mm. certain shows um what else have next yes angela goes out to fight the cavalry and manhattan comes to help uh and while they appear to kill all their attackers one last cavalry member fires a um tachyon 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 uh cannon to capture him uh back in 2009 after hearing all of this angela accepts manhattan's uh invitation to dinner uh, which of course we see in uh, the 2009 timeline. So, yeah. Um, I mean, I've been, I've remember saying in the preview that I was looking forward to seeing more of the action than anything else in the show, and this is probably the highlight of the episode for me. Just kind of seeing what Doctor Manhattan, um, was capable yeah. of, and just kind of waving his hands and stuff like that, and these guys are just like, uh, getting disintegrated and whatnot. Um, because as as good as Angela is, she why did she only carry like one gun outside? I thought that was uh. Well, an I mean, interesting you, choice.
1: Arguably, why did she carry a gun outside? Why didn't John just go out and do that in the first place? Right. You know,
0: yeah, that's another <laughs> but, but, good question. But,
1: yeah, but I, I can only assume there was a sort of deliberateness to that action. In
0: right, maybe it had to happen. You know,
1: yeah, maybe it had to happen in some particular way. I mean, this is the thing. It's like uh, when they the, the the argument scene earlier, where he you know he says, "You know, I know we're going to have." this argument and then when they get to the point where it is turning into an argument he's like we're in the argument now i <laughs> and she's he's already said you, you know you'll t- you'll ask me to leave and she and when they're on the bed she goes do you need me to say it and he says yes and she has to go i will ne- i need you to leave so it, it's sort of like although he knows what's coming things need for him to play out in a certain order mm-hmm. so yeah i don't know it, it's it's weird It it's it's kind of strange how they how he he leaves things you know doesn't tur- sort of try to alter whatever the fate of his character is um it, it's a case of although he can see it he he does it anyway regardless of what the the actions are um but you do wonder whether, it, with the tachyon cannon thing, whether there was an actual purpose to that. Whether he, he, you know, there is a reason why he decides that that needs to happen that way, and he doesn't change it.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Again, I guess we'll find out um, what this is, what this is specifically all leading to, because obviously he had to particularly plan out everything that he's saying to her and uh, what they have to do. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, interesting stuff with that. But yeah, did you enjoy the action
1: part of it? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was always great to it's always great to see Manhattan actually in action, particularly on screen. And
0: mm-hmm.
1: I thought they handled that overall very, very well. I mean, the, I, I thought the the uh, the effects work was really good. Um, I thought he looked great because creating a giant blue man is not exactly that straightforward. I mean, you can paint people no. blue, but you know, it's it's not exactly that straightforward. And they got the kind of glow right, and and you know, him kind of glowing in and out as well i thought they did a really good job with that
0: yeah i thought it was good as well so and you know hbo is what you can kind of come to expect it yeah at this point uh as much as you did or didn't like game of thrones we can see that like you know the production value on effects and stuff isn't isn't something that is uh spared so no. uh or left um to whatever um cool in uh and yeah that's kind of the uh th- yeah that's the end of the episode when uh the you know dinner invitation thing happens so in a post-credit scene of course again like i said if you haven't seen the post-credit scene you might want to go back and, and watch it and whatnot uh it's the last like couple of minutes of the episode so in a post-credit scene verdi after his trial is punished by the phillips and Crookshanks for wanting to leave um just repeatedly getting smashed in the face with with tomorrow. <laughs> Tomatoes, again yeah. just a very watchman adrian verdi Lindelof type of weird thing so uh because you hear it from audio, first of all, don't you? And then you're like, what's what's the context of what I'm yeah. kind of hearing? And then you you, you see it, obviously, later on. In his cell, uh, the game warden brings him an anniversary cake. The game warden reveals uh, himself to be the first Philips um, created by Manhattan. Uh, but Verdi refuses to accept uh, this as his uh, heaven. After the warden leaves, after a bit of a conversation and whatnot, uh, Verdi discovers a um, horseshoe baked into the cake and um, he starts getting all happy and whatnot and then begins to start scraping it on the floor yeah or finds like something on the floor and starts I, yes you, you don't quite see what it is but obviously he starts scratching with it or whatever so yeah um i guess we'll find out what he's found or what he thinks he's gonna do uh next week so yeah um because c- I, I i thought maybe he found some sort of a little hatch or something and he's trying to open it with that i mean
1: maybe. I, yeah i i can't i can't quite tell whether maybe he buried something in that cell maybe. or or he's you know because I, wanna... I mean even if he managed to dig his way out of the cell which would take an awful long time doing that with a horseshoe <laughs> uh, but even if he manages to sort of somehow dig his way out of the cell there's not really anywhere he can go. He's still no. stuck on an alien world or, you know, well on a, on Europa and under that bubble. This it's not like he can get very far. So I, yeah, I mean, maybe there is something buried under there or, but then if there is, then why didn't he use that earlier? I, so I, I'm not sure what you're going to get from that. I'm not sure where it's going to go from there, but, um, uh, Yes, we'll, we'll see. Uh, he, it's going to be very interesting to see if he manages to pull this off and manages to pull everything together at the end.
0: Hmm. Yeah. Um. Do you think he might just try and like have to kill this warden in the season finale and then just escape or something?
1: Well, I, yeah. But again, it comes back to the only the only way that he could possibly escape off here would be maybe if Manhattan. Comes, yeah, comes back and helps him. And given that Manhattan has been blown up on Earth, but then again, we've also said that I, we don't know exactly where this sits in the timeline because it's been outside everything else. Yeah, we know yeah. that he ended up there 10 years previously, but we don't know how long he's been there. We don't know whether Manhattan bought, has already bought him back from there. Um, you know, maybe he did that beforehand before becoming Cal. It's quite possible uh you know, not before becoming Cal or maybe No actually he can't have done, can he? Because um the the immediately he sent him immediately before becoming Cal and he wouldn't have had any memory of it until he got blown up unless in that I don't know, yeah, it's, so uh, yes, I, I'm not sure I can't see how he gets off that um, off that planet on his own
0: hmm. Yeah, and they could still be playing with, with time and uh, obviously there's still a bunch of stuff that we don't know, so uh, but obviously, we suspect that Manhattan will help him in some way. Um, I suspect he'll defeat the game warden in some way, shape, or form. Whether that's putting him in a cell or killing the game warden, I don't really know. But uh, yeah, because obviously his uh, clones kind of appear to be on his side, but still under the well, like under yeah, the influence yeah. or whatever of the game warden. Like this, they, they have to do what he kind of says as well. But obviously, they're helping uh, Adrian in some way. Uh, I mean, obviously, they wouldn't. They, they wouldn't have been the. Um, horseshoe in the cake if that wasn't the case so
1: yeah somebody obviously put the horseshoe in the cake so right. somebody's there obviously helping him um so yeah i but i i don't know um it's it's interesting that i i it's a really intriguing setup that they did there and i do love the fact that he sort of put himself in a prison of his own making which i think is quite mm-hmm. nice
0: plus we still got lady True in this whole clock tower thing yeah as I well mean,
1: we've got lady true in the clock tower in terms of stuff next week. Uh, I mean, we've got the, the disappearance of Wade because Wade vanished yeah, after Wade's killing that. Yeah. yeah. We don't know where Wade's gone. You know, we had an episode this week that obviously had Angela in it, but, um, we, we still got Laurie to deal with. Um, we, cause we had nothing of her this week. Uh, yeah, you've got lady true in the clock tra- tower. You've got to resolve everything with uh manhattan and that storyline and and the uh the the rorschach face guys so yes there's a, a lot of things to wrap up the things with the seventh cavalry so i yeah i i don't know how they're going to pull everything together next week but i'm really kind of intrigued i i hope he manages to pull it off it would be bitterly disappointing if they managed to screw up the final episode
0: yeah yeah because then a lot of people just refer back to lost and say oh this is another Lost failure of Lindelof or something. Yeah, so, yeah. So,
1: so I hope they managed to pull it all together at the end. Okay. Did you ever see the end of um, Leftovers? No, I didn't watch Leftovers.
0: Okay. So. Uh, he, he, I'll just say he wrapped that up pretty well. So, uh, and that was like that was only actually twenty eight episodes. So, right. yeah, may, may, maybe it works for Be- learned a lot better if he does shorter stories. Who knows? But uh, we'll see. Obviously, what he's got for us next week. But before we jump to next week's episode, we got some uh, feedback and emails and whatnot. Uh, you can send yours into Talk dot org E talk uk. There's the contact page and also information in your show notes. If you've got any questions, comments thoughts feelings about watchmen i'm sure that you do or if you want to get in contact with entertainment talk or if you've got any feedback for any of our other shows because of course we've got quite a few of those uh paul says so we got another successful bottle or single focus episode uh surely the season finale won't have one i don't think you can do that for the season finale for no. uh, all, all the characters we just mentioned i don't know how you wrap everything up for the season and focus on one character specifically for next week um there's just too many different characters to kind of focus on um and even even if you were to say okay who's one character you could kind of focus on to wrap things up i just think that there's more than more than one um because obviously we've got manhattan trey uh and probably angela and maybe the main three but again that's three characters not one so um i I don't really think you can do that for next week what do you think
1: yeah no I, i think Next week has got to be a, a genuine finale because
0: you you've got to deal
1: you know with what happens next with Angela, uh, whether Manhattan comes back in somewhere. You you need to explain what happened to Wade. Uh, you need to resolve Verdi. You need mm-hmm. to show what's happening with Lady True and the Clock Tower. Uh, you need some sort of resolution to Laurie's story as well. So yeah, I, I, mean, I don't think you can do that sort of bottle episode next week, you're, you're going to need, you know, it needs to be a full full kind of everybody on screen and some sort of resolution to
0: everything. Yeah. I mean, Lost used to have episodes like that, didn't they? Like where they're focused on, okay, here's Jin and son's backstory and then here's Jack's backstory and here's yeah. Kate's and whatever else. So um, he used to do that with that as well. I don't remember him doing that too much with, um, he did it, he did it with a couple of episodes of Leftovers, but not for too many of them. Um, so he's uh, done that pretty well, and finally Lauren says, with Watchmen being successful at least so far. And then she puts in brackets. I assume the season finale will be good. Uh, we assume that as well. Do you see any spin-offs happening with Watchmen, uh, Minutemen, Hood of Justice, or Lube Man? Uh, Lube Man, I think, is uh, not going <laughs> into production because he, cause <clears> he <throat> no. slid, slid away, never to be seen again. So <laughs> yes. Um, and just to be clear, I'm not disappointed we haven't seen him again because obviously he's a very minor. Kind of insignificant character, but uh, he's he's caught the eye of a few people, at least from what I've seen online. Some be- a surprising amount of people had been talking about in the last uh, <laughs> since, since his appearance. So, um, what uh, one of the smaller highlights for the season, I think. Yes. Uh, to to be sure. Um. So no, Lube Man, I don't think is going to go into production in HBO. Um. Minutemen, Uh. I I really don't know if you are going to maybe do that. I no. Uh, I
1: mean I. Yeah, not in that format. I think that would be mm-hmm. far too straightforward and kind of dull. Um, it because the the whole point of that Minutemen TV series is that it is a, a very much a fictional retelling of real heroes. Um, yeah, uh, and it's it's supposed to be kind of you know almost a sort of HBO but quite cheesy sort of violent retelling of, of the history of those heroes. So I, I don't see that actually working as a series because I Mm. think it would almost be too straightforward. Um, It it doesn't really have the spirit of, of, you know, if you're going to continue this, it needs to be something that's got the spirit of the book, I think. And I don't think that does. Whereas I think what this has done brilliantly is, is retains the spirit of the original um well remixing it in a, a really interesting way so uh yeah i i'm i would rather see another maybe original story or i don't know something that plays around with it a bit more than just having a straight retelling of
0: the you know the the minutemen mm-hmm. i think uh, Hooded Justice, I think, might work alright if you do like basically. If you take was it episode seven, six, I think. I think it was episode six, the uh, Hooded Justice episode. Yes. Uh, I think it was six. Um, if you basically take what you've done there and just expand on that timeline, I suppose. Uh, just cast the same guy who played Will in that episode and just have him fight, uh, you know, the Cyclops or whatever um, group. Uh, I, I think you could do a pretty good job with that. I mean, they already did it pretty well in that one episode, um, and you you wouldn't need to have any like the Angela connections or whatever. Don't do any like callbacks necessarily to to other stuff like with 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 the rest of Will's family. Just kind of focus on that timeline and focus on Will and his family. Uh, I think you could do pretty well. I don't think you could do multiple seasons of that. I think you could maybe do like like a little mini six episode season or something. Yeah, maybe, or, or maybe even like a HBO Max film or something like a two and a half hour Hood of Justice thing. Because that's the thing as well with HBO Max, they're going to be able to do even more. So we'll see. Yeah. Uh, would you like to see Hood of Justice spin off in some sort of way? Yes
1: and no. I I did find that that take on that character very very interesting. Mm-hmm. Um. Again, as a as a straight, you know, I'd rather have something which is a bit more of a you know more like this than something which focuses individually on a character as a spinoff. Because that's a bit like the sort of Minutemen thing. Uh, I -hmm. mean, if you were going to focus on Minutemen, you know, it would. I want to see more based in that sort of reality version than than the like a a spinoff based on the little cheesy tv show clips that we saw if that makes sense
0: right yeah yeah
1: um but yeah so i yeah i'm not sure that i want to see something which is is that 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 much sort of straight comic book stuff i like what i liked about this was it's it's kind of strangeness and uh you know that it's playing around with things a lot more um, and I would quite like to see that rather than just a straight adaptation.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll see what they announce, of course, uh, and see if they announce <laughs> what happens with with the future of just Watchmen itself. So, um, yeah, that's what we've got for you for the, this episode of Watching the Watchmen. We'll, we'll be back, of course, next week for the season finale. Um, in terms of predictions, I don't know. Uh, I mean, we've already discussed the whole Adrian Manhattan possibility. which i think is going to be a big focus Uh, obviously the watchtower is going to be uh uh, a big focus next week as well, and we'll see what uh, Lindelof has got planned for us. So, uh, In the meantime, you can find all the content that we've got on entertainmenttalk.org. Uh, if you want to support the podcast, entertainment, so I, but before I get on to that, actually, uh, if you want to find out uh, if, when, and where your favourite shows are going to be, and of course, uh, film news, TV casting news, all that sort of thing, David's got you covered on geektown.co.uk. Uh, can they still vote on the uh, GeekTown Awards? What's the yes, closing yes. date? Geek
1: Town that. Awards are open until right until the end of December, right up until the thirty first. So ah, yes. you can okay. still go on it's uh, geektown.co.uk forward slash awards, go on uh vote on your favourite T V games and movies of the last
0: twelve months and be in with a chance to win a huge geeky prize. Cool. So go to uh, yeah, check check out the awards, go and vote and uh yeah, check out of course all the news for T V video T V and films and all that sort of thing uh if you want to support this podcast support entertainment talk uh, we're on patreon please check out the one dollar and three dollar level tiers uh if you're using amazon this holiday season for either buying yourself something or christmas shopping or both uh you can use our affiliate link that's where we, we'll get a small cut of what you spend it won't cost you extra itunes feeds please rate review and subscribe to those uh word of mouth of course please tell your friends family people that you know about the website and your itunes feeds seeing lots of people talking about watchmen so if you see someone uh, yourself talking about watchmen please know about this podcast or any any of the other things that we've covered as well uh of course social media please share them on facebook retweet them on twitter and if you're allowed to put them in different facebook groups and last thing video games if you want to watch us play different video games uh me and david stream on twitch robert streams on mixer look out for let's play sundays by the way i've started doing a couple of um they're on youtube they're not on the website yet i'm going to put them on there soon uh some call of duty let's plays but with a face camera because i've got the playstation camera i can just use that i've done two of them already so if you're interested in seeing that Uh, you can check those out as well but uh, of course look out for let's play sundays as well thanks for listening and we'll see you next time goodbye bye